evening, everyone, and welcome to Prospects After Dark. It is Thursday, the something, the 6th of September. Uh, as you know, I'm your host. I'm Kyle Reese for Birds on the Black. Uh, let's see. We have plenty to talk about, as you know. Uh, we have a Cardinals playoff push. We have a minor league playoff thing going on. We have Memphis uh, tied 0-0 right now. We have Peoria up 5-2 after a nice little uh, small ball thing going on. Uh, Eric B., how are you? Kyle the man. Uh, let's see. Again, you guys know how this works. It's kind of a battle royale of information. Uh, give me your questions. Throw them out there. Uh, let's make it happen. Now, before we get to that, we got to get to business. And the business is the Prospects After Dark t-shirt. Look at this beauty, folks. Look at this absolute beauty. It's amazing. Get your Prospects After Dark t-shirts. Uh, gifts will be gifts. Cardinals gifts. We'll be tweeting out the link. Um, let's see. So, hello, everyone. It's nice to see you. Uh, as someone just mentioned, Peoria is up 5-2. to two. They were down 2-1 to one just a second ago. And uh, then they started manufacturing runs. Nolan Gorman had a hit. Uh, Yariel Gonzalez had a hit. It was, yes, I am late. I'm five minutes late. I'm sorry. Uh, Gifts and I were talking about Kendrick Lamar. Uh, by the way, if you haven't listened to Kendrick Lamar's DNA album, it came out like a year ago. Or uh, Damn, it's called Damn, it's incredible. Uh, let's see, Victoria Dryden said her ship today. Awesome. So, if you haven't got your Prospect After Dark t-shirt, uh, they, they're on sale until tomorrow. So you guys absolutely need to get your Prospects After Dark t-shirt. Again, I am super happy about it, and I feel like such a douchebag wearing the shirt, to be honest. Uh, but I love it. I love that there was a demand for it. We've sold a good amount of them already. Uh, you guys are part of the resistance. You guys are the people who make this happen. Uh, let's see. Uh, Nick Lemons 26 says Glaber Torres. Yeah, he's incredible. He'll probably be the American League Rookie of the Year, as he damn well should be. Uh, he's fantastic. I don't know what you want me to say. He, he's a total package. He's a good defender. He brings the power. Uh, let's focus on the Cardinals. Uh, Hergert throwing a no-hitter right now. That's good to see. So Kevin Hergert's really interesting. Uh, he's, he's a seven-year minor leaguer. Um, he, he doesn't really throw a lot of things crazy, but for two straight years now, he's been asked to pitch really important games for Memphis, and he's managed to rise to the occasion. You know, he'll need to be protected in the Rule 5, and he won't be. Uh, especially because he's going to be a minor league free agent, so he won't need to be protected in the, in the, in the Rule 5. But I just I love seeing that kind of... Uh, that, I don't know what's going on with my camera here. I love to see that kind of performance from a guy who flies underneath the radar. Uh, again, Memphis at 0-0 right now. We're going to keep a close eye on that. Ala Moses, hello, Kyle. All right, uh, let's see. Bef yeah, before we get into this, uh, Graham, what's up, dog? Uh, before we get into this, uh, there's a lot of things we need to go over. As you know, I'm normally drinking my... Uh, my, my bourbon, by, t by the way, tonight's bourbon is Makers. As long as Makers is 25 bucks when it should be 35, we're gonna do that. Uh, let's see, uh, anyways, I usually drink it in a clear mug, or a clear glass. Tonight I'm drinking it out of this mug. Now, you'll, you'll notice as you peer in there, as we, if we get some light, uh, I don't have the slightest idea how much this is. I don't know how much more it is than I normally drink. I don't know how much less it is than I normally drink. Uh, but it is a Switch coffee mug. And my friend John Gibbons uh, and his friend Mike, uh, they're, they're doing some amazing work uh, with this coffee roasting program that they're hoping to get involved with Mission St. Louis. Uh, and you should look into them. They're Switch coffee. They're incredible. They're not paying me to do it, but I love them. We're going to drink. As everyone knows, our first cheers of every night is for Mr. Jor or Mr. Uh, Mr. Jordan Hicks, Mr. Jason Hicks. Uh, today, we raise our glass to Mr. Jason Hicks, the godfather of Prospects After Dark, as we celebrate his son's 22nd birthday. So to Jordan Hicks, happy birthday. And to Mr. Jason Hicks, hello again, sir. Uh, it's nice to have you on Bard. Oh, no. Here come the Malcolm Nunez questions. All right. So I am aware that beyond 
the Beyond the Box scorers wrote an article about Malcolm Nunez, and I'm happy about that. Look, anytime a Cardinals prospect gets played, it's good. For those of you who don't know who Malcolm Nunez, who for those of you who don't know who Malcolm Nunez is, he's a 20 or he's a 17-year-old third base prospect that the Cardinals signed uh, as part of the international signing class this year. Um, it cost him $300,000. He probably took a discount to come play for the Cardinals for whatever reason. Uh, super interesting. I can't stress enough how bad of a league the Dominican Summer League is, the DSL. Uh, he's a tremendously gifted player, and he's got kind of a rocket arm. He might not be able to stick at third, but we know he's 17 years old playing in the Dominican Summer League. I don't know what that article said, because as you guys know, I'm not going to read that crap. I'm not going to read sensationalizing of 17-year-old players in the Dominican Summer League. Uh, it's exciting that he's getting to play, but just remember, like there was a time when Brian Sanchez tore that league up, and now he can't hit his body weight. Uh, at rookie ball. You know, it's it's not easy. It's super difficult, and I'm not trying to disparage what he's doing. I'm just trying to say that maybe let's not get crazy about a 17-year-old. He will. He's absolutely a top 35 prospect in the organization. As you guys know, I go out of my way to not put those uh, to not put those prospects. Look, if you're not stateside, you don't go on the dirty 35. It's it's simple, and I know that that's probably stupid, uh, but I, that's just how I roll. And the reason is the Dominican Summer League, the talent is so off the board. A lot of times pitchers are pitching behind in counts. Uh, anyways, he's a fancy, fun player that you're going to want to keep an eye on. It's just that we're not there. Uh, oh, wait, so oh, Giff says we are an hour and 26 minutes away. An hour and 20 minutes away from the shirts going uh, off sale. So if you haven't got your Cardinals, or your, if you haven't got your Prospects After Dark t-shirt, get it. Uh, where does Montero start next year? You know, my assumption would be uh, Alaris Montero, the third baseman who won the Midwest League MVP, 19-year-old. He's 20 now. Uh, my imagine, I, I imagine he'll start at, at Springfield. We'll see how it all shakes down. Uh, I don't know. You never know who's going to undergo position changes. You never know what's going to happen with Evan Mendoza. I would also assume that Evan Mendoza is going to stay at third base at Springfield. Uh, that means everything's in flux. That means we're just going to have to wait and see how it all goes. Uh, but if I'm if I'm playing the odds right now, I think he's ready for the Springfield Challenge, and I think it's time for him to face the Springfield Challenge. You know, he and Dylan Carlson were the only two uh, hitters in that lineup in their little playoff that, that hit the ball. They're ready for the next step more than likely, and we'll probably see both of them in Springfield. Uh, let's see. I already bought my purple pad shirt. Just Yeah, there we go. They'll go on. I think they ship today or tomorrow. Uh, let's see. Somebody said traded. I, I don't know what happened. Did someone get traded? Um... I think somebody asked about his, okay, uh, Carlson, Montero, and Baker at Springfield would be a lot of fun. I think more than likely Luke and Baker starts at Palm Beach. You know, the Cardinals aren't so scared anymore of starting their prospects uh, at Palm Beach. I think Luke and Baker goes there and we see what that power looks like uh, uh, in the Florida State League, which doesn't really produce a lot of power. I think the other thing about Luke and Baker is, uh, you know, he's kind of put Peoria on his shoulders these last couple games and taken them to victory. So Luke and Baker... First baseman, uh, drafted in the third round, 75th overall, I believe, uh, in this past draft out of TCU. He's going to move faster the organization. The Cardinals are going to make it happen. Kyle doesn't want to get a felony so we could talk about Nunez. Yeah, yeah, you guys know that. Uh, I'm not allowed to talk about underage kids. It's just that simple. I, I wouldn't give up Norris yet. Uh, I don't really care about Bud Norris. I would like for the Cardinals to be in a position where they don't have to be dependent on him coming to playoffs. And if that means that he doesn't see any more time in the ninth or eighth inning, I'm happy about that. Peoria and Memphis, baby blue, all jerseys are fresh. Yeah, from Travis Janik. Yeah, you know, uh, people love those. And especially in Memphis, they sell like hotcakes. You see more of the, the powder blue in Memphis when you go to Memphis than you see anything else. 
Uh, Luke and Baker needs a nickname. He'll get one. Don't worry about it. He's a big boy with the last name Baker. It's not going to take long for Luke and Baker to get a nickname. Uh, does Gorman start in Peoria next year? Again, the Cardinals will dole out a lot of the assignments at spring training. I don't think anything is written in stone. But Nolan Gorman struggled a great deal at, uh, at Peoria over the last couple months, as we all knew he was going to be. Uh, we all knew that that was going to happen. Asking an 18-year-old to go to the Midwest League and do well when he has a hole in his swing, a strikeout hole in his swing, uh, that's, that's a lot to ask. He'll be fine. It just it proves that sometimes you need to, turn, you need to pull the reins back as you, as you start getting crazy about promotions. If a guy makes high contact, I can see why you'd be super aggressive with them. And, you know, Gorman was making a solid amount of contact. But the Midwest League is a tough league for anyone, uh, more or less an 18-year-old that's only been 18 for five months and uh, uh, probably has only had intercourse with, like, three women. I would imagine 18-year-olds, I don't know, maybe 50. Who knows? He's, a, he's an athlete. Uh, what about Dakota Hudson? He's a person. Yes, we love Dakota Hudson. What about him? <laughs> yeah, you know, he... So the other thing is we talk about Dakota Hudson, right? Between between Bud Norris uh, and Dakota Hudson and Jordan Hicks, like these guys are getting overused. Uh, Dominic Leone's getting overused now. Carlos Martinez is getting used a lot. Again, this all falls on the starting pitching too, uh, and needing to come out in the fourth and fifth innings and beginning of the sixth inning and not getting any outs. Uh, but you know, Dakota Hudson's never been used out of relief at the, at, since becoming a professional. Uh, since his first foray in the professional world because after he was drafted, he immediately started as a reliever. He only pitched like 13 innings or something like that. After that, in 20, uh, 2017, he was a starter, and he's been a starter since then. Uh, but when you're asking a guy to pitch every other day out of the bullpen, they're going to fatigue out. They, these, these, these days here are important. These, these day-offs are very, very important. You know, Carlos Martinez is pitching multiple innings and coming in and pitching every day. That's not easy. I'm surprised he's not fatiguing out more, and it's something I'm going to keep an eye on. Dominic Leone, too. Uh, you're better than Ricky and Claves and Hungo. Uh, let's get you a bigger stage from Texas Cards fan number one. Uh, to you, sir. Scott, thank you very much. Mm. All right, so we, we have a bunch of questions that have been coming in. Uh, Falcons versus Eagles and Pat at the same time. From Death March '69, I'm not a football fan anymore. Uh, I turned in my football card when the card when the uh, St. Louis Rams left for LA. I was already kind of done with football before that, anyways. That's kind of a uh, uh, that's kind of a, a cop out. Uh, somebody says Gorman is up right now with the bases loaded. I've got game day up. I'm not watching the game because that's too much for me. Uh, but yeah, we're keep an eye on it. Zero zero. Oh, and by the way, I was just talking trash about how he's been at Peoria, which means he's about ready to hit a grand slam. And be honest, if he hits a grand slam right now while pads on, uh, that would be just an incredibly amazing moment uh, that I love. Hudson has more walks than strikeouts from Death March '69. Now I don't know if that's true. I haven't seen the stats. To be honest with you, I'm gonna take your word for it. Uh, what I'll say is that he was striking out a lot of people at first, and it seems like he's walking more now. Again, I believe it's a fatigue issue. Uh, I believe it's a fatigue issue. And I think that the rest days are going to come and become very, very important. But we know that. Uh, thoughts on Genesis Cabrera after one month in the organization from J-A-D-R-E-S-T-E. Uh, hey, what's up, Rebby? Uh, my thought of, oh, I can't spell. If you have to pick one prospect that will surprise in 2019, who will it be? Again, I'll say Andy Young and Evan Kuczynski if I can use them. Uh, son of a bitch, uh, I missed the question. Chug your mug if a, for a grand slam. Kyle, I ruined Alec Hansen from Graham. Uh, you did, buddy. You're only ever thinking about yourself. Uh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Let's see. Nolan Gorman reaches on a fielding error. First baseman, Scott Schreiber. Uh, Luke and Baker scores. There we go. So we get a nice little run there in the Peoria game to you, uh, uh, to you, Mr. Gorman. Fielding error, but two runs scored. Keep tacking them on. Advance. 
Uh, let's see. Hudson has 13 walks and 11 Ks from Blue Record. Again, I'd like to see what that was uh, uh, broken into two sections. Uh, you got STL native Woodley over till the weekend. Uh, <laughs> I'm staying out of that, too. Uh, leave me out of that. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. So the other thing that just happened is Tommy Edmond just got a single uh, in the Memphis game. It was a tough little run there for Tommy Edmond, who uh, left the bases loaded earlier in the game. Thoughts on Lions starting tonight for game two for Memphis? I love the transition of Tyler Lyons from bullpen arm to starter. I don't think a team can have enough starting depth, and I don't have a problem with Tyler Lyons, who doesn't necessarily have a role right now, finding a way to have a role with the team. Uh, again, can't, can't get too, too thing. Where's my Alex Bregman jersey? You know, I wore that thing the other day. I don't know where it's at. It's probably in the dirty laundry. Is Weaver a Cardinal next year from Eric Thomas? Hello, Eric. How are you? Uh, you know... We know that John Mazalek loves his assets. And, you know, I, I was talking to someone about this earlier in the week. Uh, you know, somebody, will the Cardinals trade Carson Kelly? Will they trade Andrew Kisner? Do they have a role in the organization with Yadier locked in for two more years? And what I know more than anything is I know that John Mazalek loves his assets. And I, I don't think that a lot, like, Luke Weaver's a pitching asset. Look how valuable he is now. Sure, you move him to the bullpen, and that's probably where his role is going to be. Uh, we'll see how he does. Uh, but... Pitching assets are more valuable to the Cardinals from an organizational standpoint than a lot of other organizations, and they're really important to nearly every other organization. The Cardinals value them highly, and they're not willing to give them up unless they have a certain amount of redundancies. You know, they gave up Alcantara, they gave up Gallen, they gave up Castano for, you know, and Magnura Sierra uh, for uh, Marcelo Zuna, but they gave up those guys, and look at how against the wall they are with pitching now. They could use those guys. The Cardinals know that pitching gets you into the playoffs. The Cardinals know that pitching, you can never have enough of it. So I do think Luke Weaver is still in the organization next year. I think Michael Walk is probably still in the organization, not unless they can make a healthy upgrade. And I don't, I don't know if that necessarily exists. You know, John Gant, I think, has a lot of value, but I think John Gant has proven his value to the Cardinals organization, and I don't know if he's even on the block at this point. Uh, I know that I'm okay with the Cardinals holding on to the pitching that they have and finding out whatever the best use for those players are. I keep asking questions. I'll keep feeding them. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, gets over here. Here's a real question. When is Pad becoming a TV show from Shensational? Uh, how about this? Uh, everyone start lobbying to Fox Sports Network. Uh, and we'll do a pad on Friday nights at like 11 o'clock. Just flood their inbox, flood their email, uh, flood Danny Mac. Actually, leave poor Danny Mac alone. He's dealt with this enough. And that would be incredible. That's what I want. Uh, thanks for the answer. Hey, anytime. You guys know this. Uh, bring your questions. I, I, you know, they come quick. They come fast. They come with a fury uh, and a little bit of a vengeance sometimes, depending on what's on Graham's mind. And, uh, you know, I try to get to him as much as I can. Uh, I'm going to go back up a little bit. Uh, let's see, is Norris, Hicks, and Martinez the new 789 in the bullpen, possibly, from Ben Mazzara? Uh, you know, I think that there's a chance that that's the case, but I think that they're using Leon a little bit more. And I think that ideally, yeah, you'd be able to use Leon, Hudson, Norris, uh, and then Hicks in kind of like a 7th, 8th kind of thing. With I would like Carlos Martinez to be the closer. Again, if it's not Jordan Hicks, then it should be Carlos Martinez. And, again, I know that the high leverage is more important than anything, uh, maybe even more so than the closing position. And I love Jordan Hicks as maybe the stopper and then figuring out the rest from there to get you to Carlos Martinez at the end of the game. Uh, how do you start doing this show and scouting the minors? Guessing it's a hobby, not a job from Travis, Travis Janik. No, I am a foreman of a concrete crew, uh, a supervisor foreman of a, of a concrete crew. Uh, basically what happens is I don't really sleep a lot. I spend a lot of time watching minor league games, watching minor league footage, reading scouting reports, 
And uh, whenever I get some free time, which is very infrequently lately, I kind of feel off base. I don't feel like I have the knowledge set that I normally have. I feel like I'm not as prepared for you guys as I would like to be. Uh, but I'm still going to try to bring it. And you guys know that I'm not, I'm not ever going to not ever going to slow down. Uh, let's see. I may have missed it, but Gorman's rough month in Peoria from I can't spell. You know, uh, again, I have a feeling we're going to be asked about uh, uh, Malcolm Nunez a lot. We're going to be asked about Nolan Gorman a lot. The month in Peoria was to be expected. He's just, you know, less than six months removed from high school. He's 18. The Midwest League is tough even late in the year when a lot of the better players have already been promoted. Uh, it's a tough ask for any teenager in, uh, 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 to, to go to a full-season club. Uh, will Hudson be a starter or a reliever as his career develops? From J.R.C. Smith, uh, I'd like him as a starter. Again, I... More than likely, they'll tell every one of these pitchers that, you know, uh, they'll tell every one of the pitchers, maybe even Jordan Hicks probably, to come to spring training prepared to start, and they'll figure it out from there. You know, ideally for me, I still would like him to start the year as a starter, uh, and if it's not with the Cardinals, I want it to be with the Memphis Redbirds. I Next year, I would like, I just, I want him as an option in case someone gets hurt. I want him to be the sixth man. Uh, it won't be John Gann. It won't be Austin Gomber. Those guys have kind of earned their spots. Dakota has two. But as we're seeing, because he struggles to get ahead of hitters, uh, that's why we're seeing the walks. And also the fatigue issue, like I said. Uh, Bader. Yes, Graham. Harrison Bader is incredible right now. Are you upset about lack of playing time for Jag uh, and Tun uh, on the big club? No. I'm a little bit more upset about uh, Tyler O'Neill. But, you know, Tyler's had some weird moments out in the outfield that make you want to say, you know what, on uh, a September playoff run, maybe maybe you hold off. Uh, not so much Jag. Like, this is Jag's role. What I want to see out of Jag is he needs to be playing every ninth inning with a lead for Marcelo Zuna. That should be without question. It shouldn't be the third for the third out of a ninth inning. Uh, it should just be for the third inning. There should be no question. Or for the, for the, uh, for the last out of the inning, it should be for that last inning. Uh, re regardless, there should be no no sway on that. Uh, as as our our good friend Bert Stewart on um, Twitter just pointed out, and it's something I've been meaning to bring up. Uh, Zach Prendergast has 11 Ks tonight for uh, 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 for Peoria. Now, for those of you who followed me this offseason, you'll know that the two pitchers from this past year's draft, the 2017 draft, that I was really high on. Uh, and again, we'll get to Prendergast here in a second. Uh, but uh, uh, were Jake Walsh, who pitched an important game. He was their number one starter in Palm Beach. They got the loss. That was kind of a bummer. Uh, and Zach Prendergast. Now, Prendergast is a lot of fun. And I like Prendergast a lot. He was undrafted out of Seton Hall. And uh, now here he is pitching maybe the most important game of Peoria season. Uh, definitely the most recent game, obviously. Uh, but I love that. And he's held his own the entire year at the Midwest League. He's one of those questionable prospects, kind of like Jake Walsh, who has really good control, a breaking pitch that's kind of interesting, low 90s, high 80s fastball, velo fastball velocity, and maybe a third pitch that isn't there or that only plays well at that level in the minors. We're going to see next year uh, when Prendergast is probably at Palm Beach and spends the entire year at Palm Beach. I love him. I love the story. I love the undrafted free agent of it all. Uh, uh, pure games are fun seeing all the minor leaguers. Yeah, you know something we talk about a lot. I love, I love going to the minor league games. I wish I had more time to do it. I wish I could do it. Uh, but it doesn't happen very often, and the weekends are weird. If I can, I'm going to try to get down to Memphis this weekend, but it doesn't look promising. Uh, yeah, so you know what we're going to do, and you know it's a baseball thing that we do, but we're going to raise our, our glass, our mug, our Switch coffee mug, and we're going to cheers to Burt Reynolds, uh, who I know best as uh, a Will Ferrell parody. 
uh, or uh, not Will Ferrell, I'm so stupid, a Norm Macdonald parody, uh, but we raise our glass, who passed away today at the age of 82, that's a nice long life, good for him, uh, everyone loves him. Awesome, alright, so I'm going to go back to the Twitter tweets, because Cardinals Gifts has been feeding me questions, and I've been, I haven't been able to get to them, because we've been rolling. Uh, where is the future of Adolis Garcia of Jag? I think uh, an out. I think our outfield is full. Yeah, the Cardinals outfield is pretty full. I would think that he's a pretty solid trade ship. He's a little older. I think teams are a little bit more confident in what he is now. You would say, why? How can you say that with the Cardinals being kind of wishy-washy about even using him? Uh, you know, I would think he'd be a nice trade ship. And the Cardinals do have people coming hard. You know, you got Lane Thomas. Randy Rosarena's still down there, even though he had a terrible year. You know, uh, as I look at my, my dirty 35 board, by the way, look at this piece. Look at this piece. That, again, is my whiteboard. You'll see, you'll see that it says the illusion of safety, Hindu cows, the dirty 35, and uh, uh, the, the, what, what's going on in my mind. It's pretty awesome. I love having that whiteboard. Uh, it's like four by six. It's beautiful. It, I like to draw nudies on there and get down to business. What are the chances Memphis plays at AutoZone next Saturday? I have tickets. Hmm, man, I don't know. You know, I thought by now that that Memphis-Oklahoma uh, City game, I thought there would be a score. And I thought Memphis would be up early. But, you know, that lineup, the way the way that Stubby put that lineup together today is a little weird for me. I, I don't know. Something's a little weird in there. Yeah, Calm is Hindu cows. Uh, Griffin Roberts, where is he headed to start 19? Uh, my guess, again, if he's healthy, if he goes into spring training healthy, uh, probably Palm Beach would be my guess. He's advanced. He can handle it, and he's pitched really. He pitched really well during the Palm Beach playoffs. Randy's troubled uh, because he was tired from winter ball. Yeah, Minmo Cardinals. That's definitely one of the narratives that I've been pushing. I don't think that's all of it. I think his over aggressive nature hurts him at Memphis. Uh, I think he sees an inside pitch and he knows that he can turn on it, and I think that gets him sometimes. I I'd like to see him know how to identify the inside pitch and lay off of it because it doesn't do that. <gasps> He doesn't do that very often. I'd like to see him become smarter with it. Uh, let's see. Oh, I had somebody ask me. Uh, somebody asked me on Twitter, and I don't remember who it was, and I apologize. What I thought of Jonathan Machado. Now, as all of you know, uh, I've never been. As most of my, the people who have been following you know, I've never been high on Jonathan Machado. Uh, he's he's 19, and he has a really strong bat to ball skill, and he's quick, but he has a terrible arm. Uh, his arm lacks strength from the outfield. And he doesn't do much other than make contact and run around the bases. You know, I those guys are tough, right? So another player at Peoria, his name is Justin Turner. Uh, it's spelled T-O-E-R-N-E-R. It's Turner, uh, but it's Turner. And uh, he's kind of like a former Cardinal farmhand named Michael O'Neill. Uh, Michael O'Neill was a corner outfielder who couldn't do very much. Uh, other than make a lot of contact. He didn't strike out a lot. He didn't necessarily walk a lot. He was just a really, really solid player at the minor league level. That's probably what Justin Turner is going to be. Uh, <laughs> Carly Shaver's getting in here. I love it. Uh, uh, yeah, this, that's not even bad yet. Like, Just wait till you see some of this ass face that goes on. We discovered uh, at dinner on Monday night that when I squint, my, a my eyes look like tiny little assholes. Uh, and my mouth is basically an asshole. So what you see here are three assholes and then one asshole that you'll probably see a little bit later if we get to Kyle after dark and I'm super drunk. Uh, <laughs> getting back to the cards, uh, getting back to the, she was kind about it. Uh, let's see, getting back to cards, gifts, questions here. And again, I'm sorry if I missed them. Keep firing them. Cards, gifts will get them to me uh, in our little DM thing here. 
Uh, let's see, bigger turn on Gant's mustache. Ooh, great question, Good Life Sean. Uh, Gant's mustache or chest hair? Look, uh, I find a mustache creepy as hell. So obviously the mustache is way more creepy. Look, the problem with chest hair is that if you want to show chest hair right, you got to get it down to about navel. And a lot of guys don't have the courage to go button up to the navel and just let that chest hair permeate uh, through reason and logic, really. And then you gotta have like a gold chain in there and there's not enough gold jewelry to really appreciate the chest hair of Miles Michaelis. That mustache is, it, it's, it's fly, as the kids say. Uh, yeah, you gotta have a little bit of a gut, that's right. You gotta be so shameless about how disgusting you are. And Miles Michaelis is an attractive guy, so that doesn't count. The mustache, the mustache is it. Uh, let's see, eyes can't spell. Number-wise, you can make the case that Langford was our best outfielder in the last 30 years. Yeah, I think between Langford and Edmonds, it's 1A one, one and 1B. And I'm obviously a homer as we look at our beautiful Ray Langford jersey that will never be worn again as we wore it to his, uh, his Hall of Fame induction. Um, obviously, I'm going to say Langford, but Jim Edmonds was incredible in the way he played defense, and it really doesn't get better than Diamond Jim. Uh, let's see, uh... How much ass do you think a bonus baby like Gorman pulls in a small town like Peoria? You know, that Nolan Gorman, he's a pretty, he seems like a pretty uh, logical, he seems like a logic-driven young man. Uh, and he has a girlfriend. So I would wager that he's making the ultimate mistake. And probably, he, he's probably committed to her. Uh, but if it was something that he was willing to like, you know, be an adult about, which is the opposite of re reasonable, uh, Oh, man, he'd be pulling them down by the handfuls, literally, more than likely. Uh, Stubby Clap off to Toronto. Yeah, more than likely. We'll see. He'll get interviewed for it. That doesn't necessarily mean he'll get it. They have an interesting system up there. I'm anxious to see what happens. Uh, the mustache hate is completely uncalled for from SB Turner 88 No, no. I, look, look at me. I'm the creepiest motherfucker you're ever going to see, right? I've got a reverse avocado head. It's like if you turn an avocado upside down. I've got like an indentation right here, and I'm balding, and my head's lopsided, and the backside's even worse, and I'm fat and nasty, and I got hair in weird places, and man, I appreciate a good nastiness. Uh, I'm nasty from head to toe, so I'm going to embrace the fact that other gentlemen have really, really nasty mustaches. And uh, that they're proud of it because you gotta rock what you're proud of. Uh, let's see. True or false, Tyler O'Neill will never get a real chance in St. Louis. Ah. Oh. Well, you know, there's an outfield logjam. And I don't think Jose Martinez is going anywhere. And I don't think Harrison Bader is going anywhere. And I don't think Marcelo Zuna is gonna go anywhere next season. So, a real chance is maybe a fourth outfielder? Yeah, yeah. Maybe. But you guys know how I feel. I love Tyler O'Neill. I think if he was given a full month of at bats, and full roam of right field or left field. I prefer left field for him uh, over a long enough timeline, a month-long timeline. I think we'd all be very impressed. But he, when he gets going, he gets hurt. And then he strikes out a lot. And it's hard to keep that in the lineup when you're going September push. Uh, oh, God, I love it. Uh, let's see. Pad slogan number 145. I appreciate a good nastiness. No, believe it or not, we're on to pad slogan number 150. And I appreciate a good nastiness would be that one. Uh, Tyler O hits 55 in Coors. Maybe. Well, how many home runs did Mark Reynolds hit those those two years in Colorado? I, I say whatever Mark Reynolds hit those two years in Colorado just to add 10 for Tyler O'Neill. If he gets traded, he still prints sex absolutely from our good friend Ryan Fisher who made this awesome home plate uh, that I love. Again, Ryan, thank you so much. I love this thing. I love walking in and seeing it. 
Uh, what in the world? What in the world happens with Dexter Fowler? As I was going over our outfield options, I completely forgot about Dexter Fowler. That goes to show you where my mind is. I'm an asshole. I don't know. Look, I, everyone thinks that they're going to try to trade him in the offseason. I'm sure they'll try. It depends on what they're willing to give up uh, in order to unload that contract. And I, it, I personally am guessing it's going to cost more than just that. Uh, it, you know, it, it, you're going to have to throw something in there. You're probably going to have to throw a prospect in or something else and, and maybe not even accept an upgrade in any capacity. You got to look at that Mike Leak deal and hope that there's another team out there that wants an outfielder. And believe it or not, out, outfielders are in abundance. So we'll see. Arnold's hit 44 total. Yeah, O'Neill hit 54. There you go. Uh, Schilt was 8 and 8 with Fowler playing. You know, I get that, and obviously it's a fact. He was 8-8 eight eight when, when Dexter Fowler was playing, and he was playing him every day, but I personally think, uh, remember, Mike Schilt got one game to manage before we got to the All-Star game, and then they get back from the All-Star game, and they go, you know, they get back from the All-Star game, and there's an entirely new system in place, and a clubhouse to feel out, and a culture to try to cultivate. Uh, I would guess that even with Dexter Fowler in the lineup, that the Cardinals would have been they would have gone on a run. Would it have been the run that they're on right now? Obviously, we can't say. I'm not going to speculate because I don't have the slightest idea. I'm not smart enough for any of that. Uh, but I'm not willing to say that Dexter Fowler was the only reason why they were 500 before they went on the run. Uh, would we eat some of the contract and pay him to play against us? I don't know if they'd pay him to play against us. You know, the one thing John Mazalek does really well is he kind of sends players off to lands that are at the corners of the country in Cleveland. You know, like Boston, Seattle, uh, and uh, uh, who am I forgetting? Why I'm blanking out. Boston, Seattle, and I was just just thinking it. Uh, Toronto, yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, other than Cleveland, and Cleveland's in the American League, he sends them to uh, to places that they can't necessarily... Oakland, too, a, a little bit. Atlanta. Atlanta was another place I'm thinking. Remember, he sends them to the corners of the world so that they don't come back and punish the St. Louis Cardinals. Tampa is another one. Florida, yeah, right? It's, it's a border. It's like, if you want to include Ohio, it's kind of like a border. He runs the border, and the closer you get into St. Louis, uh, the further away... Uh, the chances of him being traded, trading with those teams are. So I don't think it'd be in division, uh, but he'd stay in the National League, and I think ideally he'd go to the American League. Uh, Tampa since the Tommy Pham trade, Graham. Tampa since the Tommy Pham trade. Any issues with any limits on Flaherty, Weaver, Gant, etc.? Uh, you know, with, uh, 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 with Luke Weaver kind of going to the bullpen and John Gant, going up and down between the major leagues and being in the bullpen for a little bit and now being a starter. There's obviously not an innings concern with them. Uh, there's a little bit of an innings concerned with, uh, uh, concern rather, with Jack Flaherty, but I think they're doing a very good job of pushing his starts back to get him a little bit of rest. I like that Miles Michaelis, because right, Michaelis is going to get a little rest now that Wayno's going to get a start on Monday, which is another hot topic. I'm actually excited for Wayno's start. Look, I don't know how it's going to go. Uh, it could be a big disaster. What I know is that if they're not telling Yadier Molina to not like to throw the fastball, look, he can't throw the fastball more than 10% of the time, stick with the curve, throw the curve 100 times, work that changeup in more than the fastball, uh, then I think he can be effective. And I think he can be effective for five innings and maybe six. Uh, but if he goes to that, if he's using that fastball like a fastball, then we're all in trouble. He's got his command of the fastball is bad. His velocity on the fastball is suboptimal. Again, I say bad, it's suboptimal uh, to cap tip to my friend Greg Eschelbach. Uh, but yeah, so there's concerns there, and we'll see where it goes. Uh, I already trust Jack to pitch the wild card game. My guard is down for him. 
I'm anxious to see what September brings. Shout out fam for lining it up in Tampa so far and then getting hurt again. Bueno is like a double-A pitcher at this point uh, from I Can't Spell. I think it's... He, he, in my mind, Adam Wainwright at this point is a triple-A swingman pitcher. Again, he looked great those last two starts. His command of the fastball is the only thing that's going to get him hurt. His command and his velocity of his fastball. Those are the only two things that's going to stop him. And if you're throwing that curveball... 50% of the time, that's his best chance of being successful for an entire start. What is Matt Adams' future in St. Louis? Um, I would imagine that Matt Adams' future in St. Louis ends after the 2018 season. He'll walk as a free agent. Are you sure are you sure are missing Carpenter from Joey Montez? I miss uh, I miss Chris Carpenter a great deal. Mike Lesser Flaherty against Milwaukee in the wild card game. That all depends on how we get into those final couple weeks. Again, you know, I've been I've stuck with Michaelis, but Michaelis is wearing down. Flaherty looks great. It'd have to be Flaherty at this very moment. But again, let's see how these last three weeks go. Baseball can turn on a dime. Baseball gets weird really freaking quick. And uh, I would think that uh, we'll have a better idea of what that the answer to that question is going to be in, in three weeks. But right now, yeah, it's Flaherty. Any updates on Yachty's hamstring? I got nothing for you, a la Moses. I'm pretty disappointed about that. You know, on a day like on a day off today like this, no news ever comes out. Uh, I'm, what I'm interested to see is if Colton Wong starts tomorrow. I think we all understand how important Colton Wong is. And at that point, Gyro moves to, moves to his natural, well, not his natural because he came up as a shortstop. But Gyro would move to his better position, which is third base. And uh, we're all better off for that. Defense gets better all the way around the diamond with Jed Jerko out. Uh, the lineup gets deeper. Uh, that's how baseball go. Yes, Colton Wong. Yeah, so again, we'll, we'll hear about Yachty. And I know that the Francisco Pena-Carson Kelly thing is a hot topic for some reason. Let's not care at all about who ends up being the eighth inning replacement or the ninth inning replacement for Yachty or Molina. Uh, it doesn't matter. It, it really doesn't matter. Uh, I personally, of course, I'd like to see Carson Kelly. Uh, and... I don't know what kind of value Francisco Pena has, uh, but and I think it's better for the Cardinals in the long run if Carson Kelly's getting those innings, but it's not going to be Carson Kelly. It's going to be uh, uh, Francisco Pena. Somebody said Jerko is a bum. Jed Jerko's not a bum. Jed Jerko's kind of a sexy little tubby little beast to the ladies that Lauren Bundy loves him. Uh, everyone was excited about Schrock, but Munoz has taken full advantage of his opportunity. Yeah, you know, again, Jairo Munoz came to camp kind of bulky, and it seemed to suit him really well. And some of that weight's come off, uh, but he's still kind of bulky. And what I see out of Jairo more than I saw watching all those minor league games that I watched, because I watched a ton of the minor league games before he, uh, he entered the system, he plays with an intensity on a daily basis that I don't remember seeing in the minors ever. And I think that that intensity is part of the reason why his skills are, uh, are permeating. Uh, he's gutting the toad right now for sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, concern with using all these rookies in the playoffs. If we get there, no concern at all. You know, these kids nowadays, it's the old hockey argument. Uh, kids nowadays, the way that baseball and club sports are designed, they're tested at a young age. They're not coddled. You know, I know that we have millennials and participation trophy, trophies, but most of these major leaguers are major leaguers because they've been groomed to be major leaguers since they were eight years old. They've been playing intense tournaments. Uh, they're ready for the big moment. They come ready for the big moment. Uh, sure, I'd like to have a veteran experience. I would have liked for Greg Holland to work out. That would have been huge. It didn't. Uh, I'm not as worried about the young players. They're fucking talented, and we should all be excited about them. Uh, what happened to Alberto Rosario? Uh, he died in a fire. That's not true. I'm drinking to Alberto Rosario. If he dies in a fire tonight, I did it. Yeah, yeah, they played playoff games in the minors. You know, Jordan Hicks played in the playoffs last year, I believe. I could be wrong about that. Don't, 
You know, Dakota Hudson's played an important role in the playoff games. Uh, you know, the college players, a lot of those guys have played in the College World Series. And it might come to as a surprise to you, but there probably isn't much more pressure, other than, of course, a World Series, uh, than the College World Series, because you're... You have your whole university. You have, you have the Alma, You know you have uh, uh, the graduates on your back. You know it's, there's a lot of pressure there. Let's see, MFK, Gyro, Jed, and Jed, uh, and Good Guy Greg. Uh, that look, Gyro's right. So the Gyro Jerko thing. If you're gonna talk about fucking one of them, I think that you're, look, you're gonna murder Greg Garcia. Everyone knows that. So that, the, the 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 sexual intercourse. Uh, the coitus, if you will, in the marriage comes down to which level of tubby do you like? Now, I personally, uh, I like my own tub quite a bit. So I would go with Gyro. I'd have to marry Gyro. That dude knows probably where all the pastry shops are. Uh, and then Jed Jerkos, Jer who, who you take home and have one night of a wild tryst with. Uh, writing notes. Uh, yeah, this is yeah, this is the Kyle murdered Alberto Rosario episode. Uh, say hello to the broadcast and other viewers. New message about Brad Thompson. I'm asking your username MFK. Uh, yeah, uh, if the Nats rebuild next year, cards must go after Max Scherzer. Yeah, if Max Scherzer is available, sure you go after him. But even with Bryce Harper leafing, that's still a pretty strong template. And God only knows what would have happened if they wouldn't have fired Dusty Baker, which is a crazy thought. And nothing I'd ever thought I'd say, or believe, or think, and nothing in this world makes any sense anymore. Uh, yeah, you know, I would love to know exactly what happened in, in those, those meetings with the ownership and Dusty Baker. I would love to know how they went. I would love to know how Dusty got fired. I would love to know when that all was decided. Uh, and obviously it had a negative ramification, I think. Kyle, uh, Team of Rivals podcast. Hey, the Team of Rivals, we love them. Uh, we're cutting in for a few seconds for our listeners to hear you. Oh, am I allowed to say whatever the hell I want? Uh, yeah, so first off, Team of Rivals podcast is a really awesome thing. Uh, your listeners are hearing it right now. Uh, but for, for my viewers here, if you've never checked out the Team of Rivals podcast, you need to. Uh, the Nats are a 91 team now, a 105 team in April. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense, right? You know, they're pretty well the same personnel. They might even have gotten a little bit better from last year, uh, but they're they're total trash right now, and it's a bummer. Uh, let's see, no pressure. Oh, I don't look. I've got nothing to gain in life, so there's no pressure on me to perform in any circumstance. I'm the weirdest looking person, the weirdest sounding person, and also one of the dumbest people on earth. So I can just say whatever the fuck I want, and you people tune in. Uh, Soda Robles, Scherzer, Turner, Rendon in 2019. Yeah, and uh, uh, uh. Yeah, they have a good roster entering next year. There's no reason to tear it down unless you think that you can rebuild and be good in a year, but you don't even need to do it at that point. <laughs> What's up, John Gibbons? I love you. Uh, totally kidding, pal. Uh, what pasta do you prefer from Burnt Salad? Uh, burnt Salad. What pasta do I prefer? That bow tie, bro. Uh, I like that calamari, but that's not a pasta so much as it is a pasta dish. Kyle, have you ever gotten a pedicure? I have not. No, man, I got them nasty feet. I got them nasty feet, brah. I never take, I never march these little toesies down to a manicure shop and let them get all sawed, dust ridden, and nasty. Uh, no, I've never had a manicure. I've never had a pedicure. I'm a construction worker, man. Uh, I basically lay in bed and drink bourbon whenever I'm home and uh, eat as much candy as an adult can eat without dying. And also beef. It's mostly just, I, I really just eat steak every day. Uh, I've decided that I'm just going to work as hard as I possibly can every day and hope that I die at work. 
Uh, and if that doesn't happen, I die at the dinner table while eating steak. Uh, you like your pasta how Mo likes his thing? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Maybe it's a subliminal message thing. Uh, what, a, what a great segment to tune into. Yeah, this is the one you want to tune into. This is, uh, this is the craziest shit you'll ever hear. Bader's spray tan, though. Ooh, Harrison Bader doesn't have a spray tan. He, his, his place of employment is outside. Mmm. Wow, I like the way you think, Graham said. Uh, let's see, maybe you'll get hurt at work and get a huge settlement. I've already hurt my back at work and I didn't get a huge settlement because I'm an idiot. Uh, that shit's natural. It absolutely is natural. Uh, Kyle, remind me of Ron Swanson sometimes. You know, I get to... <laughs> I've actually gotten that a lot, uh, but Ron Swanson is a real awesome person, even though he's fake. Uh, I am a fake, totally unawesome person. Uh, let's see, would you call Bader's hair a mullet? I would not call it a mullet. Look, what I would call is I would call it 80s lime. Now, for those of you who aren't in St. Louis, you don't necessarily understand the lime reference. I apologize for that. Uh, but 80s lime, lime is like this neighborhood in the county of St. Louis that is total Hoosier, total trash. Harrison Bader has like slick back lime hair. Kyle is way too excited to be Ron Swanson. Yeah, I got way too much energy to be Ron Swanson. If I could be Ron Swanson at work, like I'm a little bit more toned down at work. Uh, not so to toned down, uh, but definitely a little bit more toned down. Uh, let's see, uh, you hear about Bader's vasectomy from J. Duda 2. <laughs> J. Duda, how are you, my friend? I have not heard about Bader's vasectomy, but he's smart if he did. That means that that dude is fucking tossing that shit around like Nolan Gorman needs to. What I would call Bader's hair is gorgeous. It's, it's flowing locks, bruh. Uh, hear about Bader's vasectomy. Wow, username you. Apparently, Harrison Bader's vasectomy is a real thing. Uh, good for him, you know. Maybe, maybe that's what happened with Tyler O'Neill. You know, we've kind of assumed since day one that Tyler O'Neill got a Prince Albert. Uh, and I was kind of led that way by somebody I trust. Uh, but maybe he just got a vasectomy. Maybe there's a two-for-one deal going on at the clinic. Uh, my buddy said Wisdom is more attractive than Bader, and that's a tough one. You know, uh, uh, Patrick Wisdom is a very, very attractive man. He's got that. And by the way, his wife is beautiful. Oh, uh, God, his wife is like Jack Flaherty's girlfriend level. Maybe just a kick below. I think she's pregnant now. Not that I would know. Uh, let's see, Bader, uh, Florida was moved to left field for a better center fielder. The SEC is deep. <sighs> the Harrison Bader center field question is something I get asked a lot. And the best that I can tell people is there was a time when Harrison Bader was not necessarily a good center fielder. And it sounds crazy to believe, but like you watch that video in Florida and when he played for Florida and he did not stand out on tape. I believe firmly that when Harrison Bader got the, and he, even last year before he got the promotion to the majors, like he looked like he might be able to play center, but he was best suited for left field or right field. Uh, I think when Harrison Bader came up to the major leagues and it was the first time maybe in his entire life that he hit that next gear and he realized to stay at the major leagues, he had to, he had to hit that gear and look, he worked his ass off this offseason, maximized all of his skills, all of his talents. And his arm is stronger than I've ever seen. His first step is faster than I've ever seen. His closing range is faster than I've ever seen. I've never seen him move as fast as he does now. Uh, he was always quick, but he maximized all of his skills to be as good as he's possibly, he, as good as he's capable of being. And he's almost there. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's the Harrison Bader thing. And that it does have to do with SEC talent. It has to do with collegiate talent. But also... Harrison Bader kind of, and I'll make the I'll make the comparison a hundred times over. Harrison Bader kind of had that T.J. Yoshi thing, where he 
he was known to get into a couple scraps here and there, you know? He had a, a personality that might have drawn some attention, and he might not necessarily have been the most dedicated, even though he was producing. Uh, Vader did the walk, and again, now he's the opposite of that. He's totally dedicated to his craft. I don't want that to get lost. Uh, did you know Luke Voigt would do well before trading him? Uh, from Joey Montez. Uh, my, what I always said about Luke Voigt is I thought that he would be like a league average player. I thought he'd be a nice little, you know, bench bat. 250 productive at-bats, 300 productive at-bats. I still think ultimately that's what he is. Uh, but, you know, what we're going to do, uh, we're going to raise our glass one more time uh, to Luke Voigt, who has had a very successful start to his Yankees career, uh, to the St. Louis product that grew up in the suburbs of St. Louis. Uh, we raise our glass and we say congratulations to Luke Voigt. Uh, he's a cool dude and he's, being, he's having success, so to him. I don't have a lot of bourbon left in that glass. Uh, ooh. Sorry, I gotta... I'm, I'm lost here. Uh, Void became the Yankees' best first baseman. I'm anxious to see what happens when, uh, when Aaron... Is Aaron Judd back yet? If Aaron Judd isn't back yet, when Aaron Judd comes back and what his playing time does. Did Edmund say he thinks Bader could hit 30 home runs? I didn't hear it. Oh, uh, yeah, and, uh, Grandma Joni, or, uh, uh, something like... I don't remember what the grandma's name is. Is it just me, or does Jim Edmund sound so bored when he talks? So that's kind of always been Jim Edmonds' thing, right? He's kind of just uh, kind of laissez-faire. When, whenever you hear uh, Tim McKernan, who's one of his friends, talk on the morning after, he always talks about Edmonds, and he kind of like takes that like that lazy kind of talk. That's just Jim Edmonds. Look, he's a laid-back Californian uh, who just so happens to be doing the broadcast. But I love Jim Edmonds. I think he does a tremendous job. I think he and Danny Mac are great together, and uh, I'm glad that he's part of the Cardinals broadcast. Uh, from J A G A F 1985. Pour more bourbon. So I've got a little bit left here. Uh, odds have a judge not having an MLB plate appearance in 2018. Uh, he did say th he did say 30 for Bader. I think that's aggressive, uh, but we'll see. I'm supposed to be doing homework right now from all Paul to Young. Uh, yeah, you don't need to do homework. You just need to get drunk. By the way, what is everyone drinking? Tell me what you're drinking. And if you're not drinking, drink. Or I remember when Edmonds was surprised. The sun came out. <laughs> uh, ball game is awesome. Super informative. I agree from Braun, not Braun. Uh, as long as it's not Rick Horton. Again, I think Horton's good on the radio uh, with, with Rooney. Uh, Edmonds is the best FSM1 color guy. Uh, I also like Edmonds on the broadcast. People like to hate him. Look, people are going to hate everything. Uh, so, uh, one more time since Mr. Hicks just came back in. Mr. Hicks, we're going to cheers to you. Uh, I know, again, I'm, I'm totally on board for meeting up when, when the Dodgers come into town and you guys are here. Uh, so, to the Hicks family, again, I'm going to show you what I got in here. Uh, that's, that's how much I've got left. It's not a lot. Uh, so we're going to polish this off, and we're going to get to some more here in a second. There was a lot more in there than I realized. Ha-ha! <laughs> ah. Oh, so Kiefer Dean is drinking some Pinot Grigio. Hey, look, uh, I'm, I'm all about the wine. I don't have a problem with a white wine. I like Pinot. Uh, I like a good red wine. Uh, but one thing I want to say right now, if you haven't checked out Vala Vineyards, V-A-L-A Vineyards, uh, the Farmer Vala is one of my favorite Twitter followers. I love him. Check out the vineyards. If you can get that shit shipped to you, or if it's within uh, walking distance or drinking distance. Did I say drinking? I meant driving distance. Don't drink and drive. And if you drink and drive, don't blame it on me, motherfuckers, okay? I've got a guilty enough conscience as it is, but don't drink and drive. Um, check out Vala Vineyards. V-A-L-A Vineyards. I think Brad Thompson, Danny Mac is my favorite combo. Yeah, the, what I like about the Brad Thompson, Danny Mac combo is that they talk shit on each other. And I like that, you know. As Danny Mac should be, he's reverential towards Jim Edmonds, who's incredible, and I love that. But it's kind of just like two bros talking with Brad Thompson's there with Danny Mac. 
Uh, oh, let's give me some, let's get you guys some updates. I saw somebody said something about uh, Ramon Urias. I don't know what it was. Uh, but right now, Oklahoma City is up one nothing on Memphis. Memphis has a runner on second and third with Randy Rosarena up. And uh, in Peoria, Peoria is up seven to two in the top of the ninth, uh, and they're at bat. Just please know McCarver. Again, I kind of feel the same way about McCarver. Like I don't necessarily have a hateful spirit towards McCarver. I think he's great in three game series. Uh, against teams that you don't know a lot about. Uh, let's see, you're killing people and telling them to drink. <laughs> I, I look. I was very specific about telling people not to drink and drive, especially if they're going to blame me. Disagree on McCarver. I like him a lot. Uh, do you hear about the Mariners fight in the clubhouse? Yeah, yeah. I heard that. That was awesome. Uh, Wayno needs to be in the booth when he's not playing. I would love for Adam Wainwright to be in the booth. But you know the thing about Adam Wainwright is he's such a class human being. He's such a class act that. Unless he gets a coaching job almost immediately, that guy is going to go out and do missionary work. Uh, you know, he's going to be he's going to be building wells because that's I believe that's that's like the primary focus of his charity. Uh, you know, Adam Wainwright's going to be out there helping less fortunate people than himself, and I believe that his mission in life uh, will keep him from maybe being a coach or a broadcaster. Uh, whatever gives him time to fulfill himself personally, uh, his, his whatever his mission in life is, he's going to do. Uh, and that's why we all love Adam Wainwright. Uh, Mariners Club, let's see. Two RBI single for Randy Rosarena. There we go. So we drink to Randy Rosarena, who puts Memphis up 2-1 to one in the sixth inning. The Wildcat says he's going to own Chick-fil-A. He's going to own a Chick-fil-A. Yeah, that dude loves the commercials. That dude loves Chick-fil-A. He loves it, man. Uh, I worry about what that means, but he loves Chick-fil-A, and, you know, it's good. Yeah, that's right. So, Randy. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, uh, Susie Margarita. Uh, it's our first day on Periscope. Hello, Susie Margarita. Uh, let's see. Oh, hey, uh, Dennis. What's up, Dennis? The Detroit guys fought over a chair. I love them for it. Yeah, right? We like dumb shit. Uh, I like when people fight over chairs. I like when people fight over... What, what's a good one? Oh, uh, SC sports fan, or uh, North Carolina sports fans said something about, like, somebody getting engaged in Dollar General. Like, that's the kind of shit that I live for, man. Life is small and short and meaningless, and uh, that gives it meaning. Yeah, get, get in a fight over a chair. Uh, I like when people get injured weird-like, you know, and then they got to pee on themselves. I like when people pee on themselves. Uh, Wayno sounded interested in coaching on scoops. He just promised his wife a full year away. Good. Good for him. I think a full year away is good for every athlete. I uh, should drink to all the Cardinals minor league affiliates that are in the playoffs. I, you know what? We're going to go ahead and do that right now. Uh, like a legit someone is getting fired kind of fight between broadcast. Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah, that was in our little group text. Uh, so, again, I don't know if this is official knowledge yet, but uh, Dennis, uh, hashtag Dennis on Twitter, <laughs> is now a part of the Birds on the Black family. Uh, so I'm going to raise my glass to the two affiliates that are still playing, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the Peoria Chiefs. And the Memphis Redbirds, I'm gonna this all this toast is final toast or not final. This toast also goes to Palm Beach who lost in the playoffs, and also to Dennis, who I don't believe has a last name, who also might be like Lathan from bird droppings or some nonsense like that. Uh, when we got to talk to Mo. To you, sir, welcome to the family. And yeah, to you, sir, welcome to the family. <laughs> Sensational says a couple got engaged in a gas station where I live. Uh, where do you live? And I'm moving there. Tell me it's within walking distance from St. Louis City. Ah, oh, that's a weird, crazy, just terribly tacky, white trash, Hoosier nonsense that I love. Oh, God. Oh, God, I love it. Newest member of the Birds on the Black Family. Okay, so while we're doing the business, uh, 
You have about 30 minutes left to get your birds on the black t-shirt. Uh, Gifts, tweet that out and tag me so I can, ret- I can retweet it. Uh, oh, you live in Colombia? Oh my god, Colombia is a great spot. I imagine it's too, like... 19-year-olds that just got super drunk at, like, a uh, uh, Mizzou volleyball game. And the one dude, or the, probably the girl proposing to the guy at that point, which is even better. I love that so much. Uh, because, you know, I believe in equality. Uh, and, uh, but, yeah, that's, it's, inc- oh, hold on. Uh, our photo, oh, no, no. The question is, Kyle, should I buy another pad? Yeah, so that's the other thing, right? I'm not going to lie. I bought, I bought two pad shirts. I bought this black one so I could get it to me right away. And I bought a purple one because we need a purple one. And I think I bought a blue one, too. I'm not 100% sure. You just buy and you click and you click. Get yourself a Prospects After Dark t-shirt. They're beautiful. They're wonderful. You're part of the resistance anyways. You might as well buy one of the stupid things and sport it around. Uh, wear it like you're a sumo wrestler and knock someone over at a Starbucks. I don't condone that either. Uh, buy a shirt, and when you get pulled over for driving drunk, give it to the police officer, and then they'll probably beat you with it if you're of color. Oh, God. Uh, you should probably ask about Alex Reyes again. Yeah. Is Graham asking about... <laughs> I love Carolyn Blankenship. How are you? <laughs> That's for you, Gifts. Uh, uh, is Graham asking about... Motherfucking Alex Reyes. Kyle, any insight as to what Alex Reyes is doing these days? He's sitting on the bench cheering on his teammates. His jersey still hangs uh, in the home team uh, dugout. Our clubhouse, I mean. He's just chilling, bro. He's high as fuck, too, and I'm willing to bet that. uh, Because when you look at him, them eyes are glazed over. That dude is having the time of his life sitting there, nursing an injury, taking it slow. Uh, not getting suspended like he would if he was a minor leaguer. Uh, let's see, it looks like he is on the Kush diet too. <laughs> there you go, Stu Styles. Our good friend Stu Styles from Birds on the Black as well. Uh, let's see. Again, get yourself a Prospect After Dark t-shirt. Uh, I, we don't really benefit from it. I just want to see people in their Prospect After Dark t-shirt to stop me from feeling miserable about myself. That's the kind of shit that makes me really happy. Uh, yeah, Graham only asked you like eight times about it. Sorry I missed it, Graham. I love you like a son because you, because uh, me and your mom and your dad are going to have a threesome. Got to keep tradition. That's right, cards, gifts. I don't know what tradition we're talking about, uh, but it's happening. We're, we're having traditions. Uh, Ponce de Leon in Capital letters from Blake Reichert. Uh, yeah, we love Daniel Ponce de Leon. Oh, God. Do the shirts come in 5X asking for a friend? The friend is Jonathan Broxton. I would like for Jonathan Broxton to film himself eating a Prospect After Dark t-shirt. Yeah, they come in 5X. Are you kidding me? If you're sitting here, you're drunk, you probably had steak, you probably ate cotton candy in the last 24 hours, and uh, you're enjoying yourself. Probably in a pleasuring manner, probably to Caden Cross before this thing came on, and then you thought, hey, I've got to do this show. Oh, wait, no, that was me who thought that. That was me. That's not you. That's me. That's me. I was late. I was pleasuring myself. Welcome to, welcome to Earth. Uh, you think Seamart moves back to the rotation next year? I do think that part of the reason that Seamart is in the bullpen is because of what Derek Gould reported, uh, that maybe he wasn't necessarily the most attentive, wasn't necessarily getting on time. I can't... I can't comment on that, but if D. Gould says it, I believe it. Um, I think that they will, I think they'll twerk his training regimen. I think he'll be ready to start, and I think it's best suited for the Cardinals and for Seymour that he's starting next year. Uh, let's see, who was your favorite prospect during the dark ages of the Cardinals system from 2000 to 2006? Uh, man, you know, I love Jess Todd. Now, I'm, I'm blanking. I don't remember exactly when that fits into. He would have been like 2000 and, oh, Man, uh, I like Terry Evans a lot. 
uh, Mr. Gall I loved. Uh, there were a lot of guys kind of in that little window that were just ended up being terrible. Uh, but yeah, that, like, that, those are the first names that come to my mind. The first names that come to my mind. Uh, how do you like your steak cooked? Ooh, this is going to be a tough one. From 3699 Matt G. Uh, I like my steak medium rare. Uh, I also like my burgers medium rare. So shout out real fast to the Alton family. If you're in here, I don't know if you are. Hopefully you tuned out a long time ago before this got really fucked up. Uh, Mike and Crystal, their daughter Abby, uh, and also the incredible uh, Karen Alton. I raise my glass, and at this point, I might as well say hi to my cousin Charlie, who I love absolutely. To you guys, I raise my glass if you're in here. Uh, I also like my burger medium rare. I like meats, meats medium rare, uh, and I also like my chicken medium rare and hope that it kills me. Graham asks, how was my day? Well, Graham, let me tell you about my day. Uh, I hate my life. Uh, yes, medium rare only. Uh, if the Cardinals win the World Series, will you shave your beard? From Drake Man. No, no. Look, there's one thing you don't want to see, and you don't want to see me with a shaved beard. Uh, how about this? What I'll do if the Cardinals win the World Series is I will shave a W and an S in my beard. A W here and an S in my beard. And then it'll look so bad that I'll have to end up shaving the whole goddamn thing. Wait, well done. Who likes our steak? Well done. Ah, it's a guy who asked the question. I don't feel like we can be friends anymore. No, look, I respect you. My dad loves a, 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 a well, he used to. He doesn't really taste things right anymore. Uh, but he used to love a well-done steak. And as a matter of fact, growing up, and I think part of the reason I love medium, rare, slash rare steaks is because my dad, whenever he would cook anything uh, on the barbecue pit, it would come back as if magically through osmosis shit turned into like a brick uh or turned into like the side of his weber grill because it was so well done it was miserable and here i am rebelling hundreds of years later at this point uh my uncle had a farm trust me eat them well done look i like my shit nasty that was established earlier i uh, i like my women nasty <laughs> i like uh my my bourbon nasty i like my steaks nasty uh, and, uh, I'm kind of a nasty boy. This is, this is the I'm kind of a nasty boy episode of Prospects After Dark. Get your t-shirts. If the Cardinals win the World Series, some random Twitter follower should get to bid on shaving. Oh my God. How about this? Right now, in Cardinals gifts, uh, and probably Dennis too, you're going to want to like screenshot this. If... If the Cardinals win the World Series, I will place shaving my beard up for uh, uh, auction with the proceeds to go to the American Cancer Society. Uh, whoever bids the most can shave my beard. And I say the American Cancer Society because, as most of you know who have read my, the article I wrote about my father on Father's Day, my dad is going through some uh, stage 4 cancer that's pretty well killing him. Probably doesn't have a year left. We'll see what happens. He's a fighter, blah, 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 all that other nonsense. I hate bringing this shit down by talking about it. Uh, but the American Cancer Society is an amazing, amazing foundation that does amazing, amazing work uh, that if I can find any way to donate back for the support they've given my own father and my family, uh, I, I'll do. I will absolutely do. You can shave whatever you want. You can shave a dick into the side of my face. You can take it all off. Uh, you can shave this and then leave this. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I don't give a fuck, fuck, I don't give a fuck, fuck, I don't give a, I don't give a, I don't give a fuck, fuck, sorry, I've been listening to Kendrick Lamar, this is my life, uh, you should do it, and let's see what happens, 
This is a great idea. Oh, hey, hello, Tara. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. It's gotten super weird. Just ordered myself a Brad Pad shirt from Brawn Not Brawn. Yeah, there we go. Uh, maybe we can get Ray Langford to shave your beard. If Ray Langford shaved my beard, I'm going to have an orgasm. Uh, straight razor. Not a straight razor, Dennis. Look, I'm doing something for the people here. Yeah, you know, straight razor, I don't care. Uh, if, if you're going to do a straight razor, how about this? You have to use a normal, like, shaving apparatus here, but straight razor here. If you can get a straight razor right here and right here, everyone's happy. Uh, dying in your sleep sounds so much better than gradual cancer. No, man. Dying of gradual cancer sounds great. Uh, let's see. Oh, hey, Victoria Dryden. How are you? Welcome to our little uh, our shindig. Oh, hey, Lance Dance is in here. Oh, oh, Griffin Roberts for closer. I think they shut Griffin Roberts down after he had a couple good appearances for Palm Beach in their playoffs. Uh, our buddy Lance Dance is here. Adam Butler. For those of you who don't know, Adam Butler, I think, got married this weekend. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I assumed it all went all well. Uh, but we love Adam Butler, and uh, hopefully he's been engaged in coital activities for the last three or four or five or six days. And now he's ready to come to PAD, get himself a Prospects After Dark t-shirt, and make this thing uh, super nasty. Tara, I'm so sorry that you're in here for this. I I've been here the whole time from Victoria Dryden. Oh, Victoria. So to you, I'm going to raise my glass. I'm glad you've been here the entire time. Drake Man asks, is my beard better than Brevia's? No. No, so the one thing about gingers, about daywalkers, is that gingers have the chance. Oh, God, Dennis, that's a great question. Uh, gingers get to, if they grow the beard out, it's the only way to redeem themselves for not having a soul. Pat Slogan, uh, 151, if Ray Langford shaves my beard, I'll have an orgasm. Yeah, somebody tweet that out. Uh, let's see, if you could rename a Cards minor league team, which one and what would you rename it? Oh, my God. Uh, okay, so here's where we're at. Memphis does a really good job with marketing their stuff. I wouldn't change anything about Memphis. Springfield, there's Bible Belt implications there. I'm scared of the religious Reich, so I'm not going to say anything. Uh, then you go to Palm Beach. Now, there's like wrinkly ball sacks. I think the Palm Beach wrinkly ball sacks would be good because there's probably a lot of like older men there with just like the wrinkliest, raisiniest, pruniest ball sacks you could ever imagine. Uh, and then your beard is groomed. Brevia has something alive in it. Mine is not groomed. Mine is just lucky. Uh, okay, so then Peoria. I respect Peoria. Again, I love Nathan Believa. He's there. I would never do anything to ruin the Peoria experience for those fine Illinoisers. Illinoisers? Uh, the fine Illinoisans? Is it Illinoisans? I don't know what. What are from, people from Illinois, what are they called? Illinoisans. Um. So then State College, I don't think that this reaches that far other than a Ryan Massey in, uh, in the New York Penn League. So State College STDs would be a good one. I'd be fine with that. Something like that the State College, instead of spikes, like the spikes in STD rate. Now, I know that's a lot to put on a jersey, uh, but College Town, look, if you're going to promote the minor league game, maybe that's how you bring people to the stadium. Uh, pretty sure it's a <laughs> pretty sure it's a lion eye. Yeah, thank you, Adam Butler. Uh, welcome to your welcome back from your coital reunion. Uh, my first pad is getting weird. Uh, what's up, uh, Ethan Ryan Baker? Now I see why it's after dark. Yeah, it's got to be after dark. Uh, State College syphilis. Yeah, State College syphilis. Although I don't look, I like alliteration as much as the next the next writer. Even though I'm not a writer, I'm a hack. Uh, but how about the State College? Something like uh, uh, genital herpes. Like, that makes more sense to me. Like, I want to be, I want to bring awareness to the topic. State College Crabs. That's better than State College Syphilis. State College Crabs is the win. 
Uh-huh. Okay, so a minute ago, Dennis asked, if you could read... Oh, yeah, that was the Dennis question. Oh, God. Jesus. Uh, Illinois, Illinoisans. Yeah, Illini. Thank you, Adam Butler, for being here. The State College Enablers. How about this? The Cardinals move one of their teams into the Jeff County, and then you name them the Jeff County Enablers. Uh, let's see. By the way, to, uh, real fast, to Ethan Ryan Baker, thank you so much for joining our little podcast. Welcome on your first night. It only gets weirder from here. Embrace it. Have some fun. Bring the weird. Don't be scared. Get yourself a pad shirt. <laughs> from Good Life Sean, the State College Rusty Trambones. How about the Johnson City Jack Crabbers? The Johnson City Junior Syphilis? Uh, Illinoisans. Yeah, 20 minutes left. Oh, you've got 20 minutes left to get your pad shirts. 20 minutes. We're down to 20 minutes left to get your Prospect After Dark t-shirts. Again, they're, they're beautiful. They're incredible. You can get a black one. You can get a They've got colors. They've, it's the colors, Duke. The colors. The Johnson City gonorrhea. State College gonorrhea. Man, State College gonorrhea has a ring to it. What about... Oh, the Gulf Coast League gonorrheas. That's it. Now, so the Gulf Coast League are just the Cardinals. The Dominican Summer League are just the Cardinals. Now, I don't know the Spanish heritage behind words, so I'm going to leave the Dominican Summer League on their own. They deserve the respect. Uh, but maybe, 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 maybe if we do this right, we can find an actual mascot for the Gulf Coast League team. Like, uh, uh, what's like, uh, what's a good, like, sexually transmitted disease that doesn't exist anymore? That's more important, right? So, like, uh, uh, nah, I, you guys are better at this than I am. Base hit Wilfredo Tovar. Thank you so much, Eric B., for being in here. Why is there a deadline on shirts? Because uh, that's how Teespring does it. Uh, 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 Benjamin Orr, uh, Ben Orr, if you don't mind me calling you Ben, I apologize. How about this, Mr. Orr? Uh, Mr. Orr, uh, that's how Teespring does it. Look, we've had, we've had a good turnout on Prospect After Dark t-shirts. You should go get one now. They're incredible. They're beautiful. They're wonderful. I'm proud of them. I love them. Uh, Cards Gifts with this design is beautiful. Um, uh, but that's just how Teespring does it. Uh, Oh, God, the GCL HPV. Hats off to you, Ryan Fisher. Uh, that's, that's just how Teespring does it. If we do it well, look, we've got plenty of ideas for T-shirts. Uh, but go get a T-shirt now. They're running out of time. The Johnson City clap. Oh, as I clap for that, that's it. Johnson City claps. And then you demote Stubby Clap to be their manager. If you could rename a kind of... Oh, sorry. God, I keep asking the same question over and over. Purple is the best color from Blues Records. Yeah, I've got a purple one, and I can't wait to get that fucking thing. Uh, the Johnson City Magic Johnson Stu Styles, that's terrible. Uh, let's see, purple is iconic. So the reason I got a purple one is because it's iconic. Thank you, Cards Gifts. Uh, the other reason I got a purple one is because uh, I love the color purple. And I don't care what anyone says, you live your life by your own accord, and some people think that the purple's weird, but it's not, it's just a color. Uh, pink's a weird one. The other one I got is a blue one. The reason I got blue is because of that sign right there, and I want it to look like the sign. And again, I'm going to get really close to this because our buddy, our buddy, oh God, our buddy Ryan Fisher did this amazing home plate, and I don't give it enough attention, uh, and there it is. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, that's right. Ryan Fisher says he made the plate purple because it's iconic. Uh, let's see. From Jag, a, Jag is fuck 1985, Bernie Federko. Yeah, he's a person. Uh, Mr. Hicks says, Purple Rain. Oh, God. So we raise our glass to Prince, who made the incredible Purple Rain and who is no longer with us, and life is less because of it. Oh. 
See, Shelton Mysterio gets me. Purple's great because it's the color of Hawkeye. And you're 100% correct, Shelton Mysterio, and that's why I love you. Look, I, uh, I try not to plug anything other than Birds on the Black because Birds on the Black is amazing. But if you're into comics at all, you should read uh, uh, Matt Fraction and David Aya, along with the colorings of Matt Hollingsworth's Volume 1 of Hawkeye. It's a Marvel comic, uh, but it's not a comic. It's something better than, a, better than that. It's incredible. Go check it out. It came out in, like, 2012. Uh, it's beautiful. And that's where the artwork comes from. The, that little dude right there is uh, Clint Barton, who is Hawkeye. And I'm not even a Hawkeye fan, uh, but we call it Hawkeye, and it's incredible, and you need to check it out. I wore purple on my senior prom from Drake Man. See? That's why we all fit in, because we don't... Because in the words of Kendrick Lamar... I don't give a fuck, fuck, I don't give a fuck, fuck, I don't give a, I don't give a, I don't give a fuck, fuck, because we don't care. You wear whatever you want, you do whatever you want. Uh, let's see, base hit, uh, Ron Helwervello and Tovar. Looks like Memphis is really bringing it home tonight. Oh, wait, it's 2-2 right now. Ron Helwervello singles on a line drive to right fielder Kyle Garlick. Hi, I'm Kyle Garlick, and I support this message. Uh, have you tried something out of Thanos' purple? Thanos is... Varying degrees of purple, depending on what movie in the MCU you're watching. Uh, that's Big Sean. J ah, Travis Janik, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. You're right. Uh, let's see. Have you tried Purple Haze, Kyle? I do like Purple Haze. That's a delicious beer. You need to try Purple Haze. I also think it's a type of, uh, of kush. Uh, so if you smoke weed, look for the Purple Haze. Uh, I don't smoke weed, so I can't help you. How much more whiskey is in that mug? <laughs> John Gibbons, my friend from Switch Coffee... Uh, John, I have no idea. Are you kidding me? I just drink. You know that. Uh, that's, that's how much bourbon is left in my mug. It's not a lot. Uh, I don't know how long we've been at this, John, uh, but it's almost time to go to bed. To my good friend, John Gibbons, who's been sending me pictures uh, throughout this entire ordeal on my phone. John, I love you, buddy. Uh, you guys are incredible. Uh, have you tried purple drink? Uh, motherfucker, Wildcats, look, you know me better than that. I've tried purple drink. You don't know nothing. Have you tried paint can? Look, Purple Drank is one thing. Purple Drank, now, again, with the Sudafed, yes, I've tried, <laughs> I've tried Purple Drank, like, 1999, 2004 style Purple Drank. Uh, get after that, but if you haven't, if you haven't done the paint can thing, you need to check out paint can. Uh, so you just drink straight whiskey, damn, you are a twice the man I will ever be from Travis Janik. Travis Janik, what I do is I drink, uh, whiskey, I put three ice cubes in at the start, and then when we go to round two, usually that's when the straight whiskey happens. I don't understand what is happening from Graham. Graham, you're 17. Uh, how about this, Graham? I don't know where you live, but I'll gladly come over and meet your parents. Uh, I will bring bourbon, and we'll explain to you what's happening. And that's love between a married couple, your parents, and me. I want that jersey from Jay. Hey, Jay Fly 6. Hello, I believe that's my friend, uh, that's Jeff Niehaus, right? Jeff, uh, Jfly6, we love you, Jeff. Oh, wait, what did, what did Dennis say? Oh, wait, uh, uh, Blake Reichert ordered a shirt. There we go. That's the shit I'm talking about. Uh, what's your favorite cut of steak? Uh, so, right, look, I'm a strip steak guy. I like a sirloin because I grew up poor and sirloin was like the most affordable steak. Uh, I, I like a good ribeye, uh, but really... Any type of steak I can get my mouth on, I'm chewing. I need a pad of Kyle getting Graham drunk. Look, I don't know what's allowed with society and laws, but if Graham wants to get crunk, I'll record that shit. We'll get him lit. Uh, you a Scotchman, Kyle? 
from uh, Tim Reese. Hello, Tim. How are you, sir? Or Rice, I, whatever, however it's pronounced. Look, I've had my last name mispronounced a hundred million times. I, I used to love scotch. I used to love it. Uh, and I still do, but for whatever reason, I, I am almost specifically a bourbon whiskey drinker. And I have to get something from Kentucky. I just feel like I owe it to myself. Uh, that'll put John Gantype hair on your chest. Uh, uh, we had a bunch of really good questions and I missed them. Uh, where are we at? Man, how long have I been going? Uh, yeah, then you're going to make Graham drive drunk. You say, I would not. I would not. We'd order an Uber and uh, I'd take him to uh, Broadway here in St. Louis and get him a prostitute when he's above age. I want to put Kyle's mug on a Roomba so he has to chase it around. That'd be great. <laughs> I wouldn't chase it around. I'd stare at it and cry. And then I'd go like this. I'd go because I keep this close. And that's what I'd do. Uh, Reese, like yours. Hey, then cat tip to anyone with the last name Reese. Uh, let's see. Oh, man, I missed the one. I hadn't gotten locked in yet. Yes, that's right. We'll have Buffett drive you around. Oh, my God, I've got a great idea, Graham. Here's what we do. We do a Prospects After Dark where I sit in the front seat and record it, and you get hammered in the back while Buffett drive us, drives us around. Oh, God, that'd be incredible. All right, do we have any questions? Is there anything else going on other than this fucking nonsense? If you order an Uber with Graham, it better be Buffa so that he can yell at each other. You can yell at each other. Uh, can we make that happen? No, we can't. Who else has completely forgotten Matheny was a manager this season? It's nice to forget, right? Like, seriously. Alex Mejia drove in a run. Hey, Alex Mejia. We love Alex Mejia. Buffa would be down. Fuck yeah, Buffa would be down. Dan's not doing anything. He's just... Dude's fucking around. Uh, let's see. Three to two Memphis. Uh, oh, wait, hey, we got sex spots. Actually, that one looks hot. Hold on. Let's go to Pita Diak. Peta Diak. God, blonde. Incredible. Carp getting an extension? I don't... Th oh, MLB trades. That's a real question. I don't think Carp's going to get an extension, right? $18 million next year, 18.5. Uh, that's a lot of money. I don't think that they'll they'll go to Carp for an extension uh, prior to the season. What's going to be interesting, right, is who's the next position player the Cardinals offer an extension to, and it's almost certainly Harrison Bader. Oh, hey, Peoria's about to win. They were winning 7-2 the last we checked, and the game is over. Uh, Peoria wins 7-2. Uh, again, on the backs of uh, Dennis Ortega, who went 3-4. for four. As Tara Wellman gives us the update on the score, it says Peoria is about to win. Uh, Tara wrote a great article at Birds on the Black. Okay, so real fast, there's a lot of Birds on the Black stuff we need to go over. You guys know that Tara wrote a, wrote a great article about Mr. Mr. Rodriguez and Mr. Ortega, the catching tandem at Peoria. Go check that out if you haven't. Tara, uh, the lovely, uh, 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 mm, the lovely and talented Mademoiselle Wellman, along with the lovely and talented uh, Monsoir. Monsieur uh, Cards Cards, uh, they did uh, uh, a relatively speaking with the granddaughter of Mr. Shandies. Uh, you need to check out it's on Birds on the Black. I didn't, haven't got to listen to it, but all the returns, the early returns, have been incredible. Do it if you haven't done it. Uh, from Jay McGee Baseball. Wow, I'm not too. Whoa, I'm not who. I'm not too late. A follow release trade or stay on the team. More than likely, he stays on the team. Uh, no, Madame, she's not married. She'd be Mademoiselle, right? Madame is for the married. Mademoiselle is for the unmarried. Uh, Kyle, who are you interviewing next for the Birds on the Black podcast? Uh, we'll see. There was talk that I might do Chase Pinder. Uh, there was talk that I might interview Chase Pinder. Hasn't been much talk about me doing Chase Pinder. I want to make that as clear as possible. Uh, if it gets out that I'm talking about fucking him uh, as a straight dude, there's a chance we might not do the interview. Uh, but yeah, Chase Pinder would be one. Whoever wants to talk, look, I, I'll reach out to anyone. 
I, I said something to Andy Young after our interview about necessarily going down there and interviewing him and talking to him. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'd like to be down in Memphis this weekend. It's not realistic, but I'd like to be down in Memphis this weekend for the playoffs to interview some of them. Uh, Kyle, speak more French, please. You know, I took four years of French, and I used to speak it really well. Uh, but what happened was bourbon. And also headshots. And when I say headshots, I don't mean what happens in Hollywood. I mean taking hits to the head. Uh, you guys know this from watching Pad week in and week out. Bader needs to dress as Flash for Halloween. That'd be a nice little thing. Uh, stay away from my prospect Chase Pinder from Wildcats 24. I'll stay away. You're right. I will be respectful uh, to your deemed prospect. Uh, what else do we have? Kyle, who are you? Follow release. Traders day. How's Brave? Oh, how's Bra from Keeper D Roach asking about Bravik Valera. Uh, you know he's been pushed around. He, he's not a Dodger anymore, and I don't remember where he. Uh, uh, he's in Baltimore. But Bravik Valera is in Baltimore, playing in the worst lineup in the history of baseball since 24, 2003. The Tigers in 2003. Bader seems like the kind of guy who will miss 2019 after a skydiving accident. Uh, what, what shots to the head you take must have missed those stories from Travis Janik. No, man. Look, again, I've got these lopsided points in my head. If I go like this, you can really see them. It's weird here, and it's weird here. Uh, but, look, I used to play uh, roller hockey on a blacktop. I can't tell you how many times I hit my head and then don't remember the rest of the day. Uh, you know, man, it's, uh, Carolyn Blankenship asked why I'm not drinking Kentucky Moonshine, uh, and the answer is because I drink West County Moonshine, and it's every bit as good as Kentucky Moonshine. Playing with worse lineups since the 2014 Cardinals. Graham, the 2014 Cardinals lineup was not that bad. Uh, seems like the kind of guy who will miss doing it. Yeah, so, I don't think it'll be a skydiving accident. I think it'll be something like... That dude has, Harrison Bader has ATV written all over him. I just thought of one, Gulf Coast League Crabs. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, the clap, the Gulf Coast League clap. We like that. How did, How big of a Blues fan are you from Shensational? Uh, I love the Blues. I will watch every Blues game throughout the season. I, I never played hockey other than on a blacktop, like I said, on rollerblades. I, I never played organized hockey. So I don't know exactly, like, 100% what's going on. I try not. But I love the Blues. I love what they did this offseason. Uh, I'm a big David Perron fan, even though he's been terrible at some points, especially in the playoffs. I, I love the St. Louis Blues. I, I, I bleed blue as much as I bleed Cardinal red. Uh, but I bleed red because blood's the color uh, that Baldwin moonshine is not to be messed with. That's for my buddy John Gibbons, who gave me the Switch Coffee mug. By the way, check out Switch Coffee. I believe you can find it on Etsy. Uh, but also, Google search Switch Coffee. Uh, one time, my buddy John and I got super drunk on his own brand of, like, mash. Uh, it wasn't even, like, moonshine or bourbon uh, or whiskey, I mean. It was just, like, mash. And then my buddy John was vomiting in the corner of his bed while his newborn child was screaming in a bed. We're wild cards. A banner for sure as ATV guy. Victoria Dryden just ordered her third one. Okay, so we're down to like seven minutes on the Prospects After Dark shirts. I think we're up to like 50 of those things. Uh, you guys have been incredible. Uh, look, I'm, I'm down to the end of my bourbon, and I haven't drank any water. You guys know I normally drink water. Hold on. Yeah, they're called, uh, so uh, uh, Dennis says Bader has one of those flying squirrel scoots. They're called Kigurumis, uh, and uh, maybe I have one in my closet, and maybe it's a lion. Uh, but yeah, he has one for sure, and that dude is definitely going to fly off of the fucking, that dude is jumping off of, like, Mount Everest or something crazy like that, and uh, he's going to be paralyzed. But you know what? This season's been good, and he runs around the outfield like an asshole, and we all love it. <sighs> Leave you fuckhead from MLB Trades. What did Ming Impal say? 
I love it. More than likely, he said something, uh, well, I don't really care. Show me your feet on here from Valerie Corona. I'm not going to show you my feet. Look, this isn't a feet podcast, bro. Uh, chug the rest of the bourbon and then smash the bottle over your head. Look, that's a, look I'm not going to do that. That's a brand new bottle of bourbon. How am I going to get drunk this weekend if I don't drink that bourbon? John Givens, where are you at? Uh, again, switch coffee. Give yourself a prospect of Dr. J. Jay Randolph ain't running this thing. Extreme pad from the fisherman. Yeah, you know, that uh, Foot Fetish Friday. Uh, go check it out. Cardinals win World Series must show feet from Death March. Look, I'll be shaving my beard and showing my feet. Uh, Kyle would probably die. If I drank that, no. Fuck. Look, my buddy John Givens, who's on here, he'll tell you. I can drink this much bourbon and almost be fine, but probably almost die too. Uh, a lot of feet in this episode. This is the feet episode of Prospects After Dark. Five minutes of your Prospect After Dark t-shirt. Uh, we're going to go for about five minutes more on here. I'm super drunk. I probably shouldn't uh, keep going. Keep commercials just aired. Uh, Kyle, have you ever heard of Show Nice? I have not. Or Shoe Nice, I believe. I don't know what that is. Shave feet into your beard. Again, if you want to donate a bunch of money to the American Cancer Society, uh, I will let you shave feet into my beard. Oh, God. All right, so we're about five minutes away. This is the two-minute warning. Again, get yourself a Prospect After Dark t-shirt. Look at this thing. It's beautiful. Uh, he slams whiskey and films it on YouTube. Oh, cool. I, I appreciate that. Get yourself a Prospect After Dark t-shirt. Uh, we keep retweeting it on the Twitter tweets. You can find it at Teespring. Look for Prospects After Dark. Uh, yeah, uh, the Nasty Boy Feet episode. What was that? Man, I had a good name for this stupid episode. The show is terrible. It's the worst. Oh, we got a good name. Uh, why don't you do this on YouTube from Death March 69? We tried it, and uh, for whatever reason, my Charter Spectrum Internet, Charter Spectrum Internet, which is right there, and also that beautiful, beautiful Batman statue right there by Jock. Anyways, uh, Charter Internet just couldn't handle it, so fuck Charter. Kyle needs to make a YouTube channel. Uh, we, we do have one of Birds on the Black. You should definitely check it out. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Buffa drives Graham drunk episode. No, but it didn't happen. That we gotta save that title, Graham, for when Buffa actually drives you drunk. Uh, man, oh god, incredible. Let's see. Look, I think we're we're pretty close to the end. This is where I like to start doing the rundown. Uh, I don't have a lot of bourbon left, right? Uh, oh god, oh no, oh god. Okay, so this is how much bourbon I have left. If you can see it, don't know what happened. Uh, more than a shot. So we're gonna do this in two. As always, if you watch this, you're part of the resistance. Uh, we thank you as always. Look, the pad audience is incredible. We've had a ton of support. You guys, you're the best. Uh, you're the best. I don't know what else to say. Our first of the last two uh, shots here, uh, toast, go to you. That's Maker's Mark. We have one more shot, and, and we're going to save it. But remember, you're down to your last couple minutes to get your Prospects After Dark t-shirts, and you absolutely should. Uh, you know me. This, uh, yeah, the Gulf Coast League clap episode might be a good one. Uh, we've had a lot of really incredible names. Uh, I kind of blew by it a second ago. FYI, the Cardinals finished 12 and 10. They go 90 and 72. Wow, from Death March. That's a really good stat. From Death March 69, if the Cardinals finish 12 and 10, they'll be 90 and 72. And just think about that, right? Right now, what? They're... 16 games over 500 right now? Two months ago, you never would have thought that. Uh, it's fun to watch the Cardinals again. Bruno, uh, cards, cards, he says it best. 
You wake up, you're excited about the game, you think they have a chance to win every day. I will take a bathroom selfie. Yes! Give me your bathroom selfies. Look, do weird stuff with your Prospects After Dark t-shirt and send it to us. I want like a fucking scrapbook of, uh, of the resistance doing weird things with their patch shirts or just taking pictures. Uh, they're going to start another game at 10 p.m. I don't know what we're talking... Uh, oh, yeah, no, no, Memphis, right? So that's the second game of the doubleheader. If Ray Linkford shaved my beard, I'd probably have an orgasm episode. The Ray Linkford orgasm episode is a good name. Uh, again, we are down to two minutes left to get your Prospect After Dark t-shirt. And again, I, you know me, I don't feel comfortable like trying to sell you on these things. You should get one anyways. Uh, but, yeah, you should just get one. Memphis just won, finished in seven innings. That's right. So the other thing for people who don't know, if we're still trying to be educational, uh, the, the, in the minor leagues, doubleheaders go seven innings, and it's a way to protect pitching. Uh, two months ago, you wouldn't expect them to have 80 wins, but they're two away from that mark now. Very well stated, Blues records. Very well stated. Fucking Cubs, two in the tenth. Yeah, fuck the Cubs. Uh, but how will you fit your legs through the arm holes? Ah, Dennis, I'm so glad you're part of our family. Two months ago, uh, oh, from... Uh, the purple episode. That's not bad. That's not bad. So what we're going to do, uh, again, check out Birds on the Black. We have a new member. His name is Dennis. I don't know if he has a last name or not. Uh, it's just hashtag. I think it's his first name. His last name is Dennis. He's awesome. He's been writing at Cardinals Conclave. I feel bad about poaching. Uh, again, I don't feel bad because I had nothing to fucking do with it. All of a sudden, he's in our group message, and I loved it. Uh, I didn't even read any of it because I don't have time for that. Uh, but... He's incredible. He wrote at Cardinals Con Conclave with C70, who I love with every ounce of my being. Uh, but now we have him. We have Ben Cerruti. We have Chuck Browning. We have Eric Manning. We have Brunansky. Uh, Zach Gifford, nobody knows what he's doing, but I want to say right now that I absolutely love everything about Zach Gifford. As everyone knows, um, uh, the incredibly talented Tara Wellman is part of our little, our little family. Uh, Stu Styles, Nicholas Childress, Enchil, uh, Cardinals Gifts. You guys know how I, I, I feel like Cardinals Gifts is a brother at this point. Uh, I love him. I hope I can get down to Arizona for the Arizona Fall League. Uh, I love my little birds on the back, my birds on the black family. They're incredible. Uh, who am I forgetting? I always forget someone at that point. Uh, Kyle wouldn't last in prison. Fuck no, man. Look, I'd be the belle of the ball in the words of Mike Scott if I was, uh, Michael Scott if I was in prison. So to everybody at Birds on the Black and all of the members of the resistance here, at Prospects After Dark, I raise my glass. Why is Cardinals Gifts anonymous? Be uh, because he should be. Uh, Blake Reichert. Blake Reichert. At least I still have Adam Butler. I love I love that Adam Butler. Again, everybody who, who tunes into uh, Prospects After Dark week in and week out, everybody at Birds on the Black, I raise my glass to you. Oh, that was a big shot. Thanks to Eric Thomas for giving us our call sign. If you watch this or if you are listening to this, you are part of the resistance. Check out Birds on the Black. Uh, again, you guys are the best. Thank you so much for buying the t-shirts. We don't get like a lot of that. It's nothing like that. I just, I take personal pride in t-shirts because I love the fact that everyone has embraced me. It means a great deal to me. Uh, I'm kind of a small little human being who hates everything about himself. So for you guys to be a part of my own little personal life and community, it extends further than I think I could ever find the words to illuminate that type of impact that it has on me. But anyways, I love all of you. You're all, in, I'm a suitor, Carolyn Blinkenship. 
Uh, but I love all of you. You're all incredible. Uh, so everybody, four Cardinals gifts uh, for everybody who watches on a regular basis. Victoria Dryden, too. Thank you so much for buying another shirt. You're incredible. Uh, everybody at Birds on the Black. Everybody at Prospects After Dark. If you watch this, you're part of the resistance. If you're listening to this, you're part of the resistance. Uh, we call it the resistance. And, uh, man, I can't tell you how awesome you all are. And I'm not going to, like, this is normally where we end it with happy hunting. But more importantly, you're all awesome. And thank you so much for being a part of this.